Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. Today on the show, um, we have a video production assistant for uh, 371 Productions, co-creator of uh, the uh, developing, in development comedy series, Black Girl Training, Emily Keister. Hi, Ben. And uh, she's a good friend of mine, and I haven't seen her in a while. It's good to have her on the show today. Hey. Yeah, thank you for being here. Thank you for inviting me. You're welcome. How uh, is your day going so far? Oh, it's good. It's my first day of rest in a long time, so yeah. trying to recover. Yeah. Um, did you just grind in really hard? Yeah. Um, I. So, I was in D.C. this Thursday into Friday. I okay. did a really quick trip to a D.C. A day trip? Wow. I did a day trip to D.C., yeah. That's not enough time to see everything. No, no. <laughs> I, I mean, I fly a lot for work, so it's just sure. kind of one of those things where I flew out for the conference and then left once it ended. Um, and then I got back at midnight on Friday, and then mm. I worked all day yesterday because we had to shoot. Damn. Yeah. So, so you're just like, go, go, go. I'm go, go, go. Well, it sounds like you could use a beer. I could lo I would love only, only the finest. Only the finest. Uh, hams. <laughs> you know, I haven't guy. had, I have not actually had hams on the show in a long time. So. I haven't had hams in a while either. You haven't hung out with me for a while. That's why. That's why. If you did, yeah, you would I'm get sorry. hams. No, it's okay. I'm sorry. I'm, it's okay. We'll have to do this more. Yeah, we will. Yes. Um, no, I, um. I've been really bad about it too. My way of hanging out with people is either if I'm going to a show with somebody or I'm doing a show with somebody. Yeah. So it's like last night was uh, the summer solstice festival. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was a ton of fun. Uh, talked to some really great people. Um, saw some really great music. Good. But I saw like a hundred people I haven't seen. In a fucking year. Yeah, you all, know everybody. All congregated in front of the Tucci's. For some reason, that was like the spot. That was the spot. Of like all of like the UWM alumni and shit that I know from school. And I saw everybody and I was like, I like freaked out. I got so anxious. Like, who do I talk to? Like, where do I start? And uh, yeah, it's rough. Yeah. But it was a good time. Hard uh, time. Great to see everybody. Yeah. Um, shout out Bailey Bellinger. She wanted a shout out uh, on Hi, my Bailey. show. So <laughs> I got you. I told you I would do it. Um, all right. So Emily. Um, yeah. What's up? So um, on Mr. Nice Guy, we talk about love and fear and how it influences us within our creative minds. Yeah. Um, so, um, so you're a film student or were a film student. You were also a fun fact. Emily was a president of SA. I was, I was. Yeah. Um, how was that? It's crazy. It's <laughs> yeah. insane. Um, yeah, I mean, being president of a university comes with a lot of stress and it's, it's weird. Um, I'm really, really happy I did it and I definitely, it, it helped me in ways I never would have thought it mm -hmm. would have, but I'm happy that it's over and I get to really focus on being a filmmaker. Do you feel like, did you ever feel like, um, being president of SA, like, did you ever felt like, um, like, liable for, like, anything that 
people were like disappointed in with the university? Like, did you feel like yes, every single yeah. day? <laughs> yeah, anything that was wrong was somehow my fault, and people love to remind me of it. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, like I had to be really hyper aware of wherever I was going, and you know how I from what I said to what I was wearing to what I was drinking to everything. I had to be kind of hyper vigilant because everything I did directly reflected the university. Yeah. So if you were caught drinking, I don't know, uh, yeah. smearing off ices, right. then it that would says reflect. something about yeah. me. And it says um, something about UWM too. And, and there would be students that would be like, I can't believe she's our president. Yeah. Like, right? It's just like, people love to be like, I yeah. can't believe you. Right. Every time I do something that's like not. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know, but it, it had its, its upsides and I got to, I got to, I learned a lot and I got to really, um, at the end of the day, really like help people and affect the lives of students. So yeah. it was worth it 100%. Good, good. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, that, that takes a lot of courage. Um, <laughs> I know I know if I was in that position, like I'd probably crawl into a hole every day because like I'm so <laughs> afraid of like, oh, did I not do something right? Yeah, or it like was... people are gonna, you know, yeah, like, like you said, like, hold you accountable for shit that's not even in your control. Right. Like, um, how dare you? Right. you? You let the governor cut funding yeah. for universities. <laughs> how dare you, Emily? And I'm like, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, right. But, um, no, that's why so my support system was so important, though. You know, right. I, I had the people that kept me, you know, my head, um, my feet on the ground and let me have my head in the clouds and kind of... Even if, when I was at my ugliest, they had my back. So that's that's it's all them. You're stunning. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god. I'm making it all up. I'm just trying to guess you up. It's okay. <laughs> um, so, so, um, so when we talk about um, so your your film work, yeah. um, I guess what kind of got you interested in the, the film medium like where'd you start like spurring an interest yeah. in wanting to be a filmmaker yeah um well i was always doing art stuff like growing up i i really was more on the performance side i sang and dance and you know tried to have a band when i was in middle school and oh, high wow. schools um Ooh. yeah they were really great yeah what, um what were, what were you called i don't even know that's how <laughs> that's how not far we guys it's that like you played in the talent show and yeah, then that was it like, yeah, guys, this is great yeah. we'd practice in a basement right. and like really it was just us hanging out mm -hmm. but we were a band it was drinking great, mountain but, dew yeah, yeah so yeah. it was root beer at the time actually oh, yeah oh, but yeah. um no so i was always like doing art stuff and then i knew i wanted to go to school for something involved in like writing communication um so originally i was going to be a journalism major and i kind of had like was like, all right, that fits. Mm. Um, but, oh, these hams. Bless you. I know. <laughs> Sorry. I know. Aren't they so good? They're so great. I'm um, sponsor some day. <laughs> yeah, you should call hams and be like, oh, man, so here's a big deal I have. <laughs> anyway, continue. Um, oh, I went to a journalism conference in D.C. Um, like my junior year of high school and was around these, like, 16 17 year old journalists who were like so fucking passionate yeah um and i looked around and like watched them all kind of talk about the crafts and i realized i was not on the same page mm -hmm. and i was like i was not as passionate as yeah. they were and i was like at the end of the day i want to be i want to find the thing that makes me this passionate right. and i knew it wasn't journalism so 
I kind of was like, film, film looks cool, and yeah. it, it's a really beautiful tool to help people understand complex issues. Um, yeah. And I think it can show the best and the worst in people, and I really like that. I think um, a great filmmaker who's an example of that is Jordan Peele right now. Yeah. Um, with Get Out I'm and seeing Us. really great things. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, just great commentary on a lot of, um, not only like with Get Out, with like microaggressions that black people face, and white allyship that comes in the form of, oh, I voted for Obama, you know, yeah. <laughs> but, um, what do you mean? Those are my favorite allies, <laughs> the real loyal right. ones. Right. <laughs> um, mm. well, um, us was a little more complex, like not quite as in your face about it, but yeah. like more just like a commentary on like classism and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. But, but he's trailblazing. He really is. Yeah. And he's found a way to use his voice in a, very unique way and people are listening yeah and, and people were doing that with key and peel too like yeah it just was making such a uh like a humorous commentary on like um you know on issues that the black community face or mm. just things that um they make irony or light of i think that it was honestly like genius comedy yeah um but yeah, so I was actually kind of a flip side um, on your situation with journalism and film. Like, mm -hmm. I actually, like, I always was a journalism major, but I had, like, a brief interest in film. And I was, That's right! Yeah. We've talked about this. You were a film major for, like... Well, I wasn't a major, but I took, like, some classes. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and uh, I remember taking, like, one class that was, like... Um, it was about the, um, you know, the filmmaker and the viewer, mm -hmm. and, um, oh, yeah, yeah, that was with Lori Felker. Oh, I love Lori. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love Lori. Um, and, uh, it was just way over my head. I felt like I really appreciated, like, films as an art form and just how, what I emotionally take out from them and mm -hmm. just, I guess, how they, like impact me and how I make sense of the world, like my perceptions and everything, but when it comes to the actual construction of a film, I that's that's not me. Yeah. Like that just wasn't me. So yeah. I, I wasn't for me, although I can appreciate it a lot. Um and you know, I feel like you kinda of ran into some of the same things with journalism. Like yeah. it takes a it, I mean it does take creativity and skill to like craft a good story, but it's storytelling at its core for yeah. both of them. Um, yeah, but I definitely, cause I, with 371 and making documentaries, there's, I mean, the tie to from doc to journalism is mm -hmm. really, really close. And so I have to do a lot of things that journalists also do. And I don't like, like, I don't like investigating things. Oh yeah. Um, and that's like journalism. Right. So it just like was not um, for me. I, yeah. Like, the investigating part is where it kind of turns people off about it, like, because you have to go out of your comfort zone by default to do that. Yeah. You know, you got to, like, reach out to people. You got to chase after answers one, right. one way or another. Right. You chase after, yeah. yeah. You, you can't, have to kind of force people to be uncomfortable. Right. Um, and in most cases, and that's hard for yeah. them to do. And I feel like filmmakers, they don't chase after answers, but they make their own. Well, it's more of, like... Ways. I would say documentary filmmaking is like we don't chase after answers. It's more like we we 
capture the moments that people sure. find the answers. Yeah. So yeah. we kind of just get to like hold up the mirror and and let our characters, you know, naturally have that that arc and that sure. growth. Sure. Yeah. 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 So um, um, so post grad because mm -hmm. um, we graduated at the same time. We did. We graduated together in the same ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers to that. Mm -hmm. um, so, shout out to all the UWM alums. Yes. We're fucking killing it. Oh, we are. <laughs> we're killing it. A lot of us are still still around. A lot of us are still very local, but uh, we're we're having a we're we're making something out of Milwaukee yeah. and that is what is so fucking amazing. It's great. Um so um once so did you start with three seventy one like right after school? Right, yeah. Okay. So I was an intern there sophomore year. Okay. Um, and then I was part time all senior year. Mm -hmm. So I was doing student body president and I was working part time oh. at anyone and then I know I didn't A little bit to balance. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I haven't slept since like sophomore In year. Years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, and then once I graduated I just started working full time and I've been going ever since. Yeah. What is it uh open the I guess working for three seventy one, how is it like open doors for you creatively and just what's I it mean, what has it enabled you yeah, to do? Yeah, it's been fantastic. I've learned so much about the filmmaking process, um, a lot about the business of filmmaking. Um, but then, you know, I get to travel the country and mm -hmm. I in some cases I get to travel the world and That's I get to so meet filmmakers, you know, who are established and make those relationships now and it's it's really been amazing and I yeah. have some really great connections and sure. you know now I have the opportunity to direct it and produce a feature and to write a TV show and so uh -huh. yeah things have just kind of the door just kind of was open and Brad yeah. has really been helpful in guiding The door was open and then he said right he was like doors open yeah. like, <laughs> maybe, come on come in. on do whatever you want and yeah. then I kind of just like stepped in and um, I just took every opportunity at like full value yeah. and it's really just worked out. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, fuck yeah. I'm, I'm so happy to see you thriving. Um, Thank you. What, uh, like, what are some like cool places it's taken you so far? Um, New York. I've been to New York a handful of times. Um, and the last, one of the last times I was there, um, I was there for like two weeks cause we premiered mm -hmm. the Arthur Ashe VR project. Sure. Okay. Um, so that one was really fun because I got to like live in a, like a little studio apartment all by myself oh, in cute. like downtown New York and yeah. it was like, it was it was really great and I learned a lot about myself really, really quickly. Sure, yeah. Yeah, so that was really, really great. Um, went to Sundance this year. Oh, wow. That was really fun. Remind me where that's held again? Park City, Utah. Oh, okay, yeah. sure. So it was like all snowy, but it was like warm and snowy. Um, but that was Whoa. a great experience because I wasn't working. Mm -hmm. A lot of times I have to go to conferences and when I get there I'm like in the same building all day and having the same conversations and I have to be on all the time. Yeah. Um, but Sundance was really an opportunity where I could like be Emily. Sure, and, yeah. Um, get to meet other filmmakers and it was a really genuine experience. That yeah. How did I guess great. like what are some like what it, what was it like being at that festival? Like I've never been to a film festival really. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, I'd love to attend one at some point, but I guess, yeah, what were some takeaways from that? Well, Sundance is like its own little bubble. So like Park City, Utah pretty much turns into just Sundance. Sure. <laughs> um, it's like how like Austin is with South by yeah, Southwest. Yeah. It's like how um, a, co 
college town is only known because of its yes, college. Yes, yes, exactly yeah. like that. Um, so it like takes place in this little strip of street in Park City, Utah. Everything is Sundanced out. All these businesses around really kind of shift to being Sundance themed, mm-hmm. and there's like so many theaters. There's like Whoa. 14, 15 theaters people can go to, and yeah, it's really great. There's just events everywhere. Filmmakers love to drink. Um, it's, Great. So do yeah. journalists. Yeah. Yeah. So it was really, it was really fun. Yeah. Um, but it was nice to be able to meet, and I realized this, another community of young filmmakers of color, because I yeah. don't have a lot of access to that here in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was nice to just be able to see other people who look like me doing similar things and like getting to connect with them. Yeah. Um, and I really took kind of full advantage of that opportunity. So that was, that was really great. That's awesome. Yeah. And then it's just inspiring to, to see, you know, where hard work can take you and mm-hmm. what opportunity is out there if you have a good story. Dude. Yeah. It inspires you a lot because a lot of times we we can be really easy to get trapped in our heads and be like, is this really working? Right. right. Like, am I really like, like, you know, doing am I good that, at this? yeah like, am this, I really doing this like is it am I meant to do this yeah yeah um, I feel like it's hard to be an artist or a creative you have to you have to doubt yourself to get to like oh, good no. stuff you have to go through right. all of the this sucks this is really bad yeah. like I should stop like yeah. you have to get through self-doubt to right. find that success and it's really it's draining <laughs> yeah 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 it's exhausting and it can also just really um you know it can damper your spirits yeah, like it from can be one tough. day at a time yeah but um but you know i i think that those that those that are reminded of things like for example when you were in sundance and you um saw like you know other filmmakers of color and mm-hmm. how you you know just got more you felt more of like a community on yeah. such a large scale like that I imagine reminded you of like why you do what you yeah, do and definitely and I think that when you can get those reminders to sort of to kind of hone back in like your passion and you you come home from that and you're like okay I'm gonna work that much harder right exactly and yeah. then it's like a reminder of you know I'm I am doing something right yeah. like I am in the right spaces and having the right conversations mm-hmm. and yeah, I need that. Um, yeah. So tell me about Black Girl Training. Yeah. Like that's your big thing now. Um, been yes. seeing it on social media. Yeah. Um, it's, it's going anyway, well. So tell me a little bit about uh, the, yeah. the inception of this idea. And, and yeah. Um, so it's now a TV show. Um, we're, we're writing the, the pilot episode right now. We're wrapping it up and then we'll be pitching it. Um, I want to say we should be in LA around August, September mm-hmm. for our pitches, um, but it's kind of just we're watching how things shake out. Sure. Um, but yeah, we about a year and a few months ago, um, my coworker Santana and I approached me and she was like, I'm going to do a film. Um, do you want to produce it? Um, and I was like, okay, sure. And then she already had a writer attached, um, just um, someone that she knew. And then we all three were on the phone, and they made a, a Friday reference that I didn't understand. Wow. Um, and then they're kind of like, "Oh, why don't you understand that?" And then they started asking me about all these black references, or like talking about growing up in black families. And it, you know, came out that I was adopted and I was raised by a white family. Um, and then they kind of were like, "Well, we should just make the story on that." Mm-hmm. So it started out as a short film. Um, 
Santana and I then applied to a contest called Keep It Colorful, which is a crowdfunding contest. Okay. And then we won. It was like a national contest that we won. And then with that, we won four industry standard mentors. So, um, you know, Gabby Sidibe, who played Precious. Okay. Yeah. So Gabby, um, uh, someone from Amazon, someone from Sony, and someone from Black and Sexy TV. Wow. Um, so they all came onto the project and like kind of mentored us through making the short film. Oh. And then um, it was actually at Sundance that one of them was like, y'all should just go straight for TV and, mm -hmm. and make it a series right away. And so that's what we're doing. Nice. We're heading there. So sure. Yeah. So the premise is like, yeah, I guess like um, how, yeah, like overall, like what's the premise mm -hmm. looking like? Yeah. So it's based off of a, a young woman who was pretty much based off my life. Okay, um, sure. Yeah, so she, transracial adoptee, grew up in rural Wisconsin with the white family, moves to Milwaukee for school, and is excited to be around black people, and then realizes she knows nothing about black culture, oh, so yeah. her two roommates um, put her through black girl training, um, and they pretty much, it's just kind of like they all have a unique perspective on culture and race in 2019 or 2020 mm -hmm. or whenever they're going to college, yeah. whenever we make it, but yeah, so it's kind of the, the three of them coming into adulthood um, and exploring race and identity. Would you call it semi-autobiographical? Uh, maybe. Um, sh not really. Um, I think that we're going to pull things from my life most definitely. Mm -hmm. um, but I would say that she's a separate person for Okay, me. sure. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. so. Sure. Yeah. Um, it's like they pull out. It pulls elements from your experience, yeah. but it applies it to a completely fictional. Right. Right. And, and she's got some some different personality traits than I do. Sure. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, the, a lot of the stuff that you'll see is is stuff that has yeah. happened to me. What is her personality kind of like? Um, what you describe? Very similar to me. Um, <laughs> She doesn't have all of my flaws. I think that's what Whoa. it is. Okay. She has a lot of my like dorkiness, awkwardness. Um, she's a little bit more outgoing and witty. Um, but I think that we gave her a unique set of flaws that are different from mine. Okay. I think that's kind sure. of where, um, yeah, because sometimes my uh, my ego can get in the way, mm -hmm. um, and she's not the ego of the group and things like that. So, sure. so yeah. I see. Yeah. So. Um is it um, like a, so it's gonna be a series, so mm -hmm. are, do you like already have like, is how, like the episode, hey, it's okay. I'm getting a little, these hands spill, are getting to me. I spill, uh, <laughs> I spill so much beer on me, it's okay. Um, so do you, like, um, with like the writing of the show, mm -hmm. like are you organized, like do you have like a lot more of like the show written already, like is it gonna be, broken down into seasons is right. that kind of the hope yeah yeah so we have script wise we only have the pilot script but we know what's happening in each episode for season one and then we know what happens in each season one through five okay um so we have a we have an understanding of where we're going with the show and um like a rough skeleton mm -hmm. um so now we're going to write the pilot script and use and package all of that to pitch it to um showrunners and see cool well come on sure um and uh do you have the uh, so you haven't started filming or anything yet? No, no, we won't start filming until it's sold. Oh, okay, yeah, sure, yeah. I see. Well, that makes, uh, I guess that, um, that 
gives me more understanding of like the business side of the film industry yeah. and stuff. Yeah. If we were indie, we probably would have started, but we're not really going the indie route. So sure. yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah. Well, that sounds really exciting. Uh, is it a, is it specifically like a 371 production? Like they're co executive producers. They're executive producers. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So, um, they're more, it's almost more of like mentorship from 371 mm -hmm. and um, they're kind of helping us legally, um, but creatively it's me and Santana and then it depends on, you know, who the showrunner is and um, who is producing and mm -hmm. stuff. So, yeah. Well, damn, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and then how did the, the title of the show uh, come up with? I don't even remember. I think it was just like we were just spitballing ideas and we got to black girl. Well, I guess that makes sense because yeah. it's like she's learning about like, you know, yeah, kind of what you want back to like about how she had so much exposure to like, you know, being raised by a white family. So like the world looked different than, you know, the scope of this. She was raised into a black family and she's learning about yeah. black culture and stuff. So I yeah. guess that. I didn't piece that together until right now. Yeah, it fits pretty well. Yeah, 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 yeah. sure. Yeah, that's Thank good. you. Of course, yeah. No, we, we thought it was pretty good. It's pretty yeah. spot on. Um, sure, um, well, that's, that's really awesome. Um, uh, so are you, are you like kind of pouring like all of your energy into that or like do you have like other side things you're kind of like uh, peripherally yeah. kind of focusing on too? Well, yeah, so Black Girl, Black Girl Training takes up, it's, it's a, third of my projects I would say. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, so you have more to say. I have, uh, I don't have more to say, I'm just doing more. I'm just, I don't, again, I haven't slept in years. Uh, yeah. Um, so other than that, I am directing and producing a feature documentary, a new one, um, about the Messwood football team. So there's a football team, high school, here in Milwaukee, um, that's made up of Massmore High School and Shorewood High School. Okay. Um, and both of those communities are really different. Um, but the football team, they have a family and they have a dynamic that is, is really beautiful. So mm -hmm. um, I'm directing, producing that, and then I'm doing a short documentary about my brother meeting his biological mom. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. yeah. so we're both adopted and he's sure. meeting, we're taking a road trip in July. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of documenting before, during, after of that, so. Wow. Yeah. Uh, do you feel emotionally prepared for that? I don't think there is a way to be emotionally prepared for it. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I think I'm, emotionally stable for where I will be sure. when we go, if mm -hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a, a adventure mm -hmm. and it's going to be an emotional experience for all of us. Mm -hmm. And I think slightly different ways. Yeah, um, definitely. But that's why I'm capturing on film. Sure. Um, yeah. So, yeah, sure. Yeah, that's precisely why I'm just going to bring a camera and see what happens. Well, I feel like that's a beautiful way to um, reel in your experience um, to speak to other people that yeah. also face with that. Because, I mean, I, like, I know some people, I have friends that are adopted, and um, I, like, I guess some for some like it's uh it's like a bigger it, it makes a bigger impact on them than others mm -hmm. but um do you feel like it's something that like i guess like has stuck with you like as part of your identity like growing up like yeah, definitely. something that like most definitely sure yeah. yeah i guess how so 
Um, well, I mean, part of it was because I was a transracial adoptee, yeah. so a lot of my disconnect with like my peers growing up and like me feeling on the outside because I was black was also because I was adopted, and that mm-hmm. was um, just kind of felt very cause and effect like. Sure. Um, but it's also like, you know, it depends a lot on what the circumstances of the adoption, mm-hmm. um, and so. Yeah, I think it just became something I was really hyper aware of and always really interested in. Um, I think a lot of most adoptees are. Yeah. Because um, there's a sense of, you know, you want to know who you are and you yeah. want to know where you come from and um, you want to know your history. Yeah. And when you don't, it feels, you know, you feel like there's a part of you that's missing. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of all that cliche stuff that everyone says. Right, but I mean, it, it, it makes sense though. Yeah. I feel. Yeah, so. Yeah, I definitely think it's a part of my identity, um, mm-hmm. but I've learned a lot from from being adopted and the experiences that I have, and I learn a lot from um, watching my brother go through kind mm-hmm. of what I went through too, and how he's navigating it, and yeah, so. Sure. Yeah. Um, it's deep shit. Yeah. Well, you're. I feel like you're you're telling that story in a way that is going to resonate with a lot of people um, that will see it. So. Um, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, good shit. So yeah. that all being said, um, yeah, like, what are some of your goals for the rest of 2019? Um, honestly, uh, keep sane. Um, yeah. Sleep. 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 Take care of myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, get better at drawing that boundary of um, knowing when it's better for me to stop and take a break and pick up when I'm at a hundred percent instead of burning myself out. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to keep working out and eating healthy cause I've actually been doing really, really well in 2019. Good. And, um, Good. yeah, uh, I want to, I don't know. It sounds so cliche. I'm like a walking cliche, but Dude, don't I want to like spend time with my friends. There's a reason why they're cliches. Yeah. I mean, cause they're, it's the truth. I yeah. Be... It's just a matter if you can put like your own spin on it, yeah. you know, right? Yeah. Say it in a way that seems witty. Yeah. That people are like, Oh, we've never heard that before. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you but you're, just, you're just using a bunch of big words to, to say, <laughs> say very little, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just want to spend time with my friends and be 23. I'm just, Enjoy it. Hey, we're out here being 23. We're out here being 23. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just want to have that be enough. And as long as I try my hardest and I'm proud of myself, like, we're good. Good. Yeah. I'm good. Job. Also, take a vacation to Mexico and get back to Spain. Maybe not in 2019. Oh, yeah. That's a lot. We don't have a lot of this year left, but. <laughs> right. Yeah. What the fuck? It's already it's halfway already through. Halfway through. Yeah. That's we're wild. already. We're. Almost 23 and a half, you realize that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was born a day before me. I am. I'm a day <laughs> older than Ben. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. I'm salty about this. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Hi. Hi. <laughs> All right, Emily. I look so gross, Ben. Um, what are you talking about? Hi, guys. Nonsense. <laughs> um, all right, Emily, um, tell me what keeps you up at night. Uh, In a good way or a bad way? No. <laughs> However you 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 want to answer it. Uh, well, Odie and I hang out. I have a little dog, and so oh, nice. we yeah. we spend time at night just doing dog things like playing fetch and sure. Um, I tell her how such a good girl she is. <laughs> um, I watch a lot of Netflix and 
That's probably it. That's actually dog and Netflix. I feel yeah. like uh, in in Europe. So I'm I'm really it's a lively a lively experience. It's pretty good good place. You so, yeah. sounds like. Um, what puts you to sleep though? Uh, my dog and Netflix. My answer's the same. Oh yeah. yeah. Just you do it until you're just too tired. Yeah. And just, yeah. And I yeah. close my eyes, but as long as she's you know cuddling and watching yeah. Friends in the background, that's. Yep, that's it. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, yeah, keep an eye out for uh, Black Girl Training. Yes, uh, the, please do. The <laughs> and uh, also just uh, be in touch with um, all the other uh, cool little documentary projects um, Emily Keister is working on. She's a very talented filmmaker, as are many of uh, the students that have graduated from UWM's film program. So thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time. Bye. One, two, three, four. Mr. Nice Guy.